Today is Friday, June 30th, 2023, and welcome to episode 50 of Royal Alliance with the Candy Couple. My name is Julia, and I'm Aaron. <laughs> We're a small homestead family in rural Southwest Virginia that work every single day on being more self-sufficient and more self-reliant. And we're really looking to reduce our dependencies on outside sources. Yes, definitely. Um, as you, if you're tuning into YouTube today, you'll notice this is the first time you've seen us on here, for example, doing our podcast, which is World Lights with the Candy Couple. And this is episode 50 for us as well. Uh, so a great number to start doing, um, YouTube with, um, our podcast, but, um, this one might not be great, but we're going to keep improving on it because um, messing around with settings. <laughs> and if we look down, we're looking at our notes, so please understand. We're still working through this. Uh, but today, we actually want to talk about something that you've heard us talk about the past couple weeks, and that is going to be our pantry challenge. And I um, really want to look at what we learned um, from the pantry challenge. Yeah, and it's something that uh, we've benefited from financially mm -hmm. and um, learning. Yes, we did. We learned a lot. We learned a lot about what um, what we don't need to focus on and what we do yeah. need to focus on. Yeah, you know, like some things we need more in our stockpile. Absolutely. And some things we need less <laughs> in our stockpile, like <laughs> cake mixes. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so a little bit of introduction. We partook in the uh, Three Rivers Pantry Challenge for yes. June. Um, it actually came at a great time. We were planning on doing a pantry challenge anyways. Um, we had just really gotten our pantry back. Right, right. We had been doing our remodel, and we just got everything out of storage, <laughs> so we had all this available to us anyway. So it was so nice. We had all this food. We were ready yeah. to start eating food we would normally eat on a normal basis. So it was so nice to actually have all that back again. Totally and um, it it just came at a perfect time for us. Now, we did do ours a bit different. Um, explain how we were different with ours. Ours is a working pantry. We do. We do so, a working pantry. So, we have a little one that we have to have milk for, and we don't have a cow. Exactly. So, we had to buy milk. So, we were like, okay, what can we do, you know, from a dollar standpoint to make this reasonable for us? And one of the things was uh, we said $15 a week. Yes. So, our goal was to be under $60 for a month. Mm -hmm. And what this included was milk and bananas for her. Mm -hmm. and that was $6. Then we would have, you know, whatever's left over for stockpile or anything else we needed food-wise. And we actually I primarily use this for stockpiling, um, for replenishing my working pantry, things that we use on a regular basis. We did not look at this in any other way. We really looked at this as, I need to replenish my pantry. I need to keep adding to my working pantry for things that were on sale. So that's really how we looked at this. Now, we have a working pantry. I continuously shop for my pantry. We always look at this as buying for um, tomorrow with the day's prices. So we always yeah. have a very well-stocked pantry in our home. Yeah, that's... and especially with inflation anymore, yes. um, we are trying to look at trends, what's going to be increasing. Mm -hmm. um, I know 
back when um, st stuff started in Ukraine, for example, we heard wheat prices. Mm -hmm. We made sure we got some extra wheat um, for us from Azure Standard yep. because we we knew bread prices were going to increase. Absolutely, and we got it at a really good price. It got much cheaper than what yep. you can get for today. Um, just to have as a stockpile. Um, and we always have a working pantry. I'm always going to have um, a little bit more than what we need on a week-to-week -week basis. Like, I can't live week-to-week. -week. <laughs> like yeah. I'm physically capable of living week-to-week -week in my pantry. Um, and I don't go to the grocery store and buy food for a week-to-week. -week. I cook from my pantry. Yeah. yeah. I really do. I cook from my pantry. That's how I prefer to cook. It's how I like to cook. Um, and so this is just an extension of that to where we really weren't buying any like lots of extra items like sour cream or cream cheese or things like that that are more perishable we weren't buying those seasonal meals we were being very very careful with the items that we had now i will say we cook a little different and if you listen to our other podcast you know this <laughs> um tell them how i cook for the week yep on sunday yep. so breakfast lunch and dinner from well dinner from sunday to friday thursday thursday, thursday friday, friday and breakfast and lunch from monday through friday yes and we do meal prep and it works out really well for us yeah and um, we eat lots of leftovers you know from that mm -hmm. which is a big part which is what meal prep is right it's a big part of what we are and how we save money it is and it also saves me time. A lot of people wouldn't eat this way, and I totally get it. It's absolutely choice. We get looked at like we're nuts. I get told that I'm killing him. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the time. Are you making him eat that for four or five days in a row? <laughs> this, it was not my idea to start cooking this way. It was mine. It was. Absolutely. He's like, we have such a busy week. You have to save time. I can't have you cooking in the kitchen for however long it's going to take for you to cook this meal. I need you to be out here making enough for the week. Yeah. Yeah. That's really how it happened. And we just kept it. And it's really worked well for us. So our pantry challenge is going to look a lot different than Three Rivers or any others. Yeah. Because of, we don't have three meals a day we're cooking. I don't. I don't. And I don't have time for three meals a day. Uh, where we both work full-time jobs. We when we work, we do work from home for mm -hmm. the most part. Um, that's going to be changing some for one of us. <laughs> but we do work from home. And even though I, we work from home and I work from home. And I don't have time to go and cook a meal yeah. during lunch. I, I don't have that luxury of time. I need to be at my desk working. Um, so we set our whole day up before work ever starts. I have our meals dished out. I have breakfast ready to go. I have the baby's food on her tray. Maybe not completely ready, but it is there. And ready, it takes like, what would you say? Maybe three minutes max yeah. to do it all? Yeah, I mean, cutting up the banana probably takes the longest out of anything. <laughs> Putting the scrap in the scrap right. bucket. Um, carrying it back here actually probably takes the longest right now. So, for us, it's so simple and it's so easy. It, it just works for our family. It doesn't work for everybody. I understand a lot of people get food fatigue. They get really tired. I would say for us, the reason we don't get food fatigue is I'm a good cook. Flavor. And I love flavor. But I'm a very good cook. 
that's probably the number one key here. Yeah. I mean, that if you if you know how to cook, you're a good cook, and you add, and the food tastes good. It has a good flavor. It has a good taste. You're not going to experience food fatigue you would taste if you have very dull, bland. Right. I was going to say, I, I, I can't do bland for a whole week. Mm-mm. Like, um, he hates chicken and dumplings. <laughs> yeah, like a day of that, and I'm... I'm done for. I can't get them through two days, like two yeah. days maximum. I don't get chicken and dumplings very often, and it's it's a good it's a good meal. It's a hearty meal, but it's also a very dull meal. And a lot of southern dishes, and I understand everybody like southern cooks are they're good. They're very good. I'm a southern cook myself, but we can tend to not add enough seasoning. Right. And that's where I think I differ. I add a lot of yeah. seasoning to everything. Yeah. Even chicken more, and dumplings. You know, like, I guess if you're doing a comparison, more a spice like Cajun or... We love Cajun. Or more flavor like Mediterranean. You mm-hmm. know, something like that is what we are, I guess, closer to. <laughs> and even Italian, I heavily season Italian. Lots of garlic, lots of mm-hmm. oregano, lots of basil, lots of parsley. A Mexican use lots of Mexican flavor, so it tastes very good. That's why our pantry challenge is always going to look a little bit different. It, it really is. It's it not going to be like anybody else's. No. And it might be a little boring for some people because you're like, okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's that's it. what we're having for the week. That's what we're having for the week. We're that simple, um, but it really does work for our family. It gives me the freedom to do more things on the homestead, and I'm not chained to the kitchen as much as I am anywhere else. And it saves money. It does. It does save us From our frugality standpoint. Bulk cooking saves you money. It's the only way to go to save money week to week anymore. We see a spike when we run the oven. Like Aaron can now see that. We see spikes when we can run the oven. Yeah. um, Um, Our our power company, actually, if you've listened to our podcast, we've always complained that they don't have air by air. Well, when it wasn't working for a week, that's what they brought it back up with. So we actually have the ability to see air by air now. So we should be able to, you know, tell even more like, you know, how much certain items are costing us. And if it's, we're seeing a really big spike when we run certain things, like we're like, tracking when we're running the dishwasher when we start the washing machine things like that but it is still two days behind it is still (laughs) two days so tell them how much we spent $58.35 I was like I didn't remember what the other part was so we we stayed below our $60 budget Mm -hmm. yeah we did and we got Sarah cream one week you bought sour cream one to go week. with eggs. um we got eggs the sour cream was to go to make dip for um Aaron needed it yeah um <laughs> to, to make it for cucumbers and then we were still able to buy meat as we well we did buy some meat we went to a grocery store but I was very intentional that was the one week mm-hmm. we went over but we really made up for it in the other two weeks um we were really careful because we were $17 that week. We were 17 that one, but we were 12 I don't know if it was this week or, the I mean, the week before. You the know. week before we were 12 Then we were 13 mm-hmm. this week. We were fourteen ninety four the first week. Right. So, so, I mean, we stayed right on budget for we the did. whole month. Absolutely. So, we were able to get the baby what she needed, plus we had everything else in the pantry, and just spent 
under 60 bucks on groceries for a month. Absolutely. And we are so ecstatic about that. I was like, we are completely stoked about this. Um, now, I will say it did save us money. But there is one thing about this month that we have to tell you. We are going to be honest with you. We're going to be serious. We're not going to lie to you. And it tried to sugarcoat things. Like, oh, yeah, we spent, saved all this money. There, there was not a lot I would have stockpiled my working pantry with that was on sale this month. There were no real loss leader items this month, like at all. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because of the summer or the holidays, you know, being around in between Memorial Day and Fourth of July if they just didn't have as much. or, But everything seemed more expensive. Oh, it was so high. It the, was The one so thing high. we did want, and we were going to get a couple of cans that week, but we ended up getting more eggs mm-hmm. instead, was pork and beans. They won sale for 79 cents. It's a name brand. Um, yes, it was v- Van Camps. Yes. Um, I would say normally we used to get them for 50 cents. 59. Probably 50, about 59. 59 cents a can. But they were 79 cents. And we went and looked, and there was only three cans left. They were completely bent. Like, yeah, I mean, they were like destroyed. Uh, they were bent so bad. And we looked on every end cap, every other section. There was not another can of them anywhere. So I don't know how quickly they went out that week, but um, it didn't look like it was going to be one of those weeks when you saw them put more out. You know, there were that only the big cans. Yeah. Only the big yeah. cans would have been put out. And um, it was more of a to replenish our stock because we did use a lot um, for, for, for Father's for, Day. Yeah, and cookouts, stuff like that. It's one of our go-to things. It's Aaron's go-to it's, thing. It's, it's his it thing. Is, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's like the simplest recipe ever. Um, we, we call them baked beans, but it's, They're not baked it's beans. not baked beans. It's, it is we, not. If we, you're Southern and you no, call it baked beans, no, it's nothing it, like it. it. It's honestly... We call, what did we call them that time? Appalachian hillbilly beans something or something like, like that. that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like poor man beans. It really is. There's no meat. Aaron doesn't like them with meat. No, it's just pork, mustard. Brown sugar. Brown sugar and ketchup. That's it. The beans, the pork and beans. Pork and beans. That's it. And um, Just heat them up. We're, we're looking to actually find a recipe to can, so I'll be trying recipes to can to make them ourselves. But... Um, right now i need like two cans if we had to make some yeah we're short two cans so four cans tends to be the one we need for any events that we go to because this is the thing that everybody asks for yeah i know and i don't know i mean i like them i do but i I mean they're not as fantastic as everybody says they are and they love them and and they're no different the the only difference is we don't put meat in them and my mom made I yep. was raised making them, and Aaron doesn't like them with meat. Now, I love them with cooked sausage. I think it's one of the best ways to eat it. Put cooked sausage in those, let them cook, and Aaron just doesn't like it. Yeah, no. So, what did we learn from our pantry challenge? Mm. <laughs> I learned we had a lot that we had to use, <laughs> and we still have a lot we need to use. Um, <laughs> after we were able to organize it, Yes. So this is it's, it's a big this was thing. a big problem for us before. Our cabinet and our storage, we had like three, four places we stored everything. We had no two s- kitchen cabinets. I had a baking cabinet, yeah. and I kind of stole some of another cabinet, like a very little, and like a little corner section. And then I had a bottom cabinet, and then I had a closet that was not just my pantry closet. It was also 
the tool closet and light bulb closet. <laughs> Everything like that. So, so it wasn't... I had no idea what I had. Right. And that was our issue. Like, we needed an organization method. Uh, our new pantry has helped. Made that so much better. Right, because if you've seen our video out there where uh, she showed her organization tips, it showed how we were going to put certain things in certain areas. So then we were able to keep track of how many we have, and we were able to bring the older date stuff to the front. Absolutely, which is what we want. I want a very easy system to follow, a very easy to go through, and this, this is really... I, I love my pantry wall. I know it might seem big and bulky to a lot of people. They probably would have done something else. But for us, this really did make the most sense. It, it, it did. Um, and uh, it really made me, I didn't put that on there, but it, it made me really appreciate that we actually went this route. Right, right because, <laughs> you know, I knew <laughs> I had a few things of like mustard red ball, you know, on sale from random oh places. Gosh. But after we got pulled them all out, I think we had like 15, The ketchups. The ketchups. God, the ketchups. Um, we did realize we didn't have as much like hot sauce as we originally thought. Mm. Or, or buffalo, buffalo sauce. Like buffalo sauce is big in our house. Like and it is big. We were like extremely we low. We were extremely like, low. Like it goes to sell we're getting yeah, several. Like, like four, four jars of it or whatever jars squirt things whatever you want to call <laughs> so um the other thing we learned um uh, well here i guess when we talk about dessert so you didn't see but we did have dessert uh, we usually always have something a little sweet in in the evenings um and again i i don't so i don't know how like people make desserts like a one night like a one day a week thing because for us i can't eat a whole cake can you eat a whole cake in a night? It depends no, on what the icing would be. I was going to say, it depends. <laughs> if it's ice cream and a, and a gallon in the night, I probably could. He probably could do ice cream. <laughs> um, but I, I never understood like how you don't have dessert go through the week. So we mm -hmm. always like are very careful. And I'll pre-cut everything. And I have to say, this is where I really love my Pyrexes. Because they've got those lids on them. And I just take them, put the lid on it, pre-cut it. It stays good. It's just really wonderful, and we we just eat dessert for the week. Um, sorry about that. I about dropped the notes. <laughs> <laughs> but we eat dessert for our entire week. It really works out well for us. We don't have too much. No. It kind of keeps us just just yeah. a small amount. And it was stuff that was so simple or so easy, so easy. We Nothing fancy. Even, we weren't even gonna show it because, like, you're like. What is eating a box cake with nothing on top of it for, you know? <laughs> it, well, I love box cakes with nothing yeah. on top of them. Aaron doesn't, but I made those uh, at Palatable. You loved the one I made with the pumpkin. Yes, I did. You did. You loved the one I made yeah. with the pumpkin. Um, and I did put frosting on these. I typically don't, but I made like a simple powdered sugar glaze mm -hmm. for them. And he was, they were more palatable for him. If I'm sick, though, that's all. That's all she wants. That's all I want. Don't think Just a plain old chocolate cake. I could do without the frosting. Um, the other thing we learned was coffee creamer, which is a really big expense for us. Uh, we learned how to make our own. We. We learned how to make our own. We, if, we if, you, if you ever hear <laughs> we, 
it's most of me. the time it's Julia. <laughs> it's me. I'm like, we did. We did. <laughs> He'll say me when it's him. <laughs> he will take it no credit. But when it's me, it's we. Uh, no, we really learned how to make coffee creamer. And I tried several different recipes. And okay, coffee creamer people. Now, I understand there's lots of recipes out there. But mm. if you price out the ingredients, yeah, it's not cheaper. No. So I had some old um, sweet condensed uh, milks, mm -hmm. and we used those, and it was good. It was good. But when you press it out, for how much that little can yeah. is in our area, to at least two dollars yeah. minimum. It, two dollars. It worth it price wise. It's not plus the milk, which is going to be the milk we were using was a dollar twenty five. For the because um, we use the pantry sh because uh, we shelf, the shelf from the stable. Dollar Tree because yep. we needed to use it up mm -hmm. so we can replenish. Um, so we were using that up because it's getting closer to being out. So we need to replenish that with some with some new for this uh, winter. But it was <sighs> it's not cost effective. So Aaron found another recipe and we tried it. It was with brown sugar. It was too much. Gosh, it was so thick, so thick and gritty at the bottom. And I cut it. I didn't even cut some of the sugar. Yeah, I had eaten the first recipe. I cut some of the sugar. It was still too much. Then it tasted good. At it the tasted top. good at the top. Um, now I made it again, and I cut the sugar down even more, <laughs> and it it wasn't as gritty. It wasn't as gritty. But I thought, well, what, if I can do it with brown sugar, why can't I do it with white? Right. right. Why can't I do it with white? Well, um, not really. I mean. Well, cane sugar. Cane right. sugar. That's what I was going to say. Make yeah. sure you say cane. Yeah, we use organic cane sugar. Um, I really like it. I've really searched prices. Sometimes it's cheaper at Azure, but you really got to check Amazon too because sometimes it's and cheaper sometimes on Amazon. And sometimes Royal King. And sometimes Royal King. If you get the pure organic cane sugar. So make sure you know what you're looking for. Um, but we really liked it with the cane sugar. It, it, was, it, it was really good. And I only used a cup. I only used it was it's uh, four cups of milk, a cup of sugar, vanilla. That's it. That is all it is. And so it is homemade vanilla now. It is so, homemade vanilla. So we, if you've so it's pure vanilla. Heard us talk about stuff. Yeah, we do make our own vanilla mm -hmm. extracts. Um, we've got quite a few going right now. We do. <laughs> um, but um, just that you know pure vanilla taste too makes it, it so, much, so much better. So much better. But it's it's thinner than what you're gonna get at the grocery store. It is. It's a little thinner. But um, it's cheaper. But it's so much cheaper. I can probably make two weeks worth for what we would have spent for one week for one bottle of what we bought at the grocery right, store because it's gotten so expensive. Right now, like most most of the brand name creamers are three ninety nine or more or more. And it's on sale three ninety nine on sale. Right, three twenty nine. Sometimes we get. The off-brand, off brand, if you buy more than one. Yes, yeah, so if you bought two. We would normally buy two. We would use we one would. a week. We would. So, so cost-effective for us is finding the ability to make our own creamer, and it's going to be better for us, too. Absolutely. It's just milk and a little bit of sugar. Um, I get to control the sugar. I can, I can test it with less sugar. Um, I can test. I can change the recipe. We did really like it with this. We're going to try it with some other milk. I'll share it with you. Um, if we find like the right milk we like, I don't know if it's going to be whole milk. It might be whole milk because it's a little thicker. 
it might be 2%, which is typically we're 2% low fat. It, I, I like to look at how long the milk's gonna last. So your full fat milks don't last as long as your, you know, 2%, yeah. 1% low fat milks. They last a little bit longer. Um, but I like the fact that the whole milk's not as processed, which is another thing to consider. That's true. So, um, I, I'd hate to, to get used to it, but I would love to see. We've got a local, um, oh, we couldn't do that. Nope. <laughs> no. A local uh, milk place. I would love to do it with some of their milk. No. Like, like theirs is like, like theirs creamy. is so good. Oh, oh so their good. chocolate milk. Oh, their chocolate milk is amazing. Like we've already said the baby cannot have it. At all. Because she'd get, be like, I don't want nothing else but this. I want chocolate milk. And the, the half gallon is like $5, and it's a treat. It, we don't get it very often at all. No. Um, so it's, it is very much a treat. It, it, it's about five. It used to be five something. For, for the for gallon. a gallon of it. I don't know if the price has changed. We what haven't. did we make with ice cream? We made homemade mm. ice cream with that. We remember? did. We did. Yeah, that's what we made with that. Um, so the other thing we learned, this is very important, we learned what we have too much of and what we don't have enough of. So I will say we are trying to get to where we are not processed foods. We, that's very important to us, very important to me. Um, I really want to get away from as much processed food as we can. And pulling all this out, I noticed like I had a boss. And this happened, we made this decision together after we started this house remodel. So I had packed up so much of our food. Right. I forgot everything we had. Um, so really looking at the ingredients of the things we're buying, making sure all of that's where we want it to be. And we, we just have too much. And I cannot see myself throwing this food away. I, I'm just not at that point. Giving away some of it, yes. But for the most part, we bought it for the intention of eating it mm. or using it. We've got to use it up. Right. And what do you think on the negative side? What else we learned? Anything else about the food beside mm. my cake mixes? Maybe we should have had some stuff on hand to make some homemade ice cream. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, I also learned that there's items that we love to eat and we eat on a regular basis that I did not have on hand in our pantry. That's very true. There are, I mean, really, there's some vegetables out there we love. Um, carrots. carrots. Broccoli. We, I throw them in everything. I mean, we tried to put out broccoli this year as well, but. And it did really. The plants looked amazing, but they're just not heading. They're not heading at all. Like at all. They're beautiful. You're going oh, to see. Pretty. Lovely. <laughs> they just look amazing. No broccoli. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it ain't like. We didn't try to have some broccoli. We did. Uh, and we'll try it in the fall, too, probably. We, yeah, and we might have had some carrots we could have pulled up. Now, we might have had some, you know, that yeah, we could have Yeah, we got could a probably few. pull a few. But we would like to have some canned ones or dehydrated Free, freeze or freeze-dried or something on hand because it's something we put in way too many meals. We do. I throw it in every soup. I throw it. It, almost every like basic meal carrots will go with it's i think a carrots and corn i'm going with just about anything oh i know, I know. you could put them in everything and i don't think people utilize them enough i don't know a lot of people don't like carrots i get it um my mom doesn't like carrots which is fine <laughs> i love carrots 
I do. I always have. I love them cooked in beef broth. I love them cooked anything. And especially because we love Asian. I couldn't have Asian this week because I didn't have, or this month, because I didn't have the vegetables I needed because to we eat make it. so much. I mean, we right. eat so much we Asian. Need, we need some carrots. We need some broccoli or some cauliflower or something, mm -hmm. you know. We needed some of that um, for our Asian dishes. Right, because I don't like to, if, if you watched our videos, I don't like to serve, you know, without a vegetable, either on the side or in the meal. And I try to get as much in the meal as I can. So if I do Asian, I do my Asian like oh, I do yeah. my Mexican. <laughs> all together. All together. <laughs> it's all going to be mixed up together anyways. Um, so it's all together. It works out so easy. I just throw it on a plate and we're done. And it tastes so good. It does taste it does, so good. It, it, it gets melt together. And corn, carrots, and broccoli, and chicken, and rice. You can't get better than oh, that on Asian. I know. I mean, you really can't. So we really realized that these are things we need to focus on and be more intentional with, especially now that we are more set up to actually have these things on hand. And we don't know if it's us growing more, having... Um, you know, trying to find a local farm that's got something for sale, you know, like some big bundles. We would love, like, to get, like, you know, 20, 30 pounds of carrots or something, or more, you know. Or really more. Yeah. We, we go through a lot of carrots here in here. We really do. Now, growing carrots, and we... We've had more success. We're hit or miss. We're hit or miss. We've had we've had more success last year. We, we did. seems like we're having good success this year. We can probably pull up some for this week's meal and check. Mm -hmm. Um, we're doing like a, a vegetable roast. We're gonna go pull up some new potatoes, see what they look like, and we can probably pull up some of our carrots and see what they look like. If they're big enough. But the one carrot that was dug up, it looks really, really good. It did, it did, and I don't know if it was the cat or deer what dug it up, but yeah, we were a little. Um, we don't know what our, pulled our, it up. <laughs> right, our carrots are actually right beside our garage, uh, so it's not in a fenced-in area uh, per se. But deer haven't bothered carrots before. Not here. for us. That's why we left them there. Right. I did notice like one that got in up above the carrots. A deer must have been the other day because I don't know what else would eat poke. <laughs> um, but it ate the leaves off the poke, but didn't touch any carrots. Yeah, they, they don't tend to bother that area very much. But those are a few things we really realize that our pantry is very lacking in. So those are areas we've really got to work on. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, be more intentional and more focused and really have them on hand for us. So, like, freeze-drying broccoli, that's a huge one. Like, Aaron's not a huge fan of broccoli. I'd rather have cauliflower. He'd rather have cauliflower. But if I add it to meals... It's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. He can handle it. I don't like cauliflower. <laughs> I do not like cauliflower. It is the most flavorless. <laughs> it's just, it's awful. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I tell you what I like now. It's what my dad likes too, is put a, um, a bowl of cauliflower and let it soak in Italian dressing. He does. And just eat cauliflower out of it. You just let it sit in there for days. Oh, it's so good. Not for me. Um, the next thing I learned, we've mentioned this, we are extremely simple with our diets and our meals. Yeah. I mean, we're most people call us boring, but we're really not. No, if you've seen the spices we put in stuff, you'll be like, oh my God, they're putting in, you see how many spices <laughs> they put in that? I, I, I'd love to see how many people are sitting at home saying that, you know. 
How many tablespoons did she put in half a cup? I probably did. I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably did. I it's I, I have never over seasoned anything for Aaron. No. Even when it was Cody, like I've over seasoned it for me, like and I could tell. Like I, I could tell. Like it's like, uh this doesn't taste like it's Well that one though, um the Azure, um, that Montreal steak seasoning—it's—it's it's hot. It, it was—it's—it's uh, it's different than your Ma- Weber McCormick. McCormick one. It, it, you've got to use a lot less of it. A lot less. It doesn't right. take much of that to you can. It, it is overpowering for meals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I have to be very very light on it if I use it in anything. Um, but for the most part, I would say. The base of our meals is very simple. Yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is. We uh, do, you know, Mexican, Italian, Mediterranean, Asian. I, I try to change it up, and I try to give us variety. And You will notice a lot of poultry, though. We as, do a lot as of poultry. we've said, because we like, uh, we like it, and it's cheaper. Sometimes. Most of the time. Um, so, and when I catch it on sale. So we did get a really good deal. And if we ever hit that deal again, we're going to be getting more. And I'll be canning some. You're talking uh, about chicken? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, yeah. they got on sale, but it's more expensive now. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, but we do get it from our local Amish store. We can get it. And it's very good chicken. It tastes better than anything we've ever gotten from the grocery store. And the breast, just a single breast, is oh, yeah. like this big. So... One breast is all we need for a whole Lincoln meal. We use right. meat as a, uh, like a side, not really mm. the main meal. It's, Most of the time, it's it's in it to give it more substance. Yes, it, it, but it is not the centerpiece of the meal. No, because from a frugality standpoint, it doesn't make sense. Now I know a lot of people who are keto carnivore totally get that. You're going to focus on that. I add other proteins as well. I do a lot of beans, a lot of other yeah. protein-based pieces into our food. But we we are not vegan. We are not vegan. <laughs> and I know you can save a lot by cutting the meat out totally as, you know. He I, could go vegan. <laughs> I, I could. I probably could. I could I could live off salads and um, beans probably. Um, but, um, and rice. But, um. I can tell you, um, I couldn't do a um, some of the the vegan ones where they um, try to turn like slaw into barbecue and stuff like that. Like under the median, she's so creative. But that last video, when you're oh, like, oh, I, was, I can't. I, I was like, I can't. I can't do that one. I can't do that. She's very creative. And I want a hot dog sometimes, you know. Um, it's. It, I mean. It, and it's really your personal choice. For us, it is. we like meat as part of our meal, um, but I do try to watch um, based off uh, pricing and everything like that. We very rarely have like a whole roast like or a whole piece of chicken. Yeah. It, it's not something we do often. We are not buying meat on a week-to-week basis. No, unless it's on sale. When we buy meat, it is, you know... As cheap as I can as find it. As cheap as we can find it. And we put it in the freezer and get it out for the meals when when we do. But it's not like we are actively weekly shopping for meat. No. If I see it on sale, 
and that will be something we will add to our budget. Now I will tell you that for the next little bit, you know, we will, you know, continue to be eating out of our working pantry. It's what it is. It is a working running pantry. I mean, I've built this thing to really use as my grocery store. I don't want to be that person that just buys all this food and doesn't use it. I buy the food we like to eat. I buy yeah. the food we yeah. want to eat. Yeah. So that's why, you know, we really look at our pantry that way. And what we like to do is we like to replenish and restock and keep that pantry at a consistent state of, you know, keep it full and keep it, you know, like a grocery store, we restock it. Exactly. <laughs> we exactly. reuse, we restock. And you will see us, we will show some of our, mm -hmm. if we can find grocery deals, we, we will try <laughs> to show, you know, like some of our uh, deal findings and how we plan on using some of these items, stuff like that. Yeah, and, and when we shop, like, I might have to get, well, we always try to plan before we go to the grocery store what we're having for the week. Um, and I try to use mostly from what I have on hand. So, you know, we're looking, we need to look at potatoes. Potatoes need to start coming out of the ground. We need to start getting them up out of the ground. Cause it's going to take me a while to go through them. Because um, our potato patch is killing it. So they actually might be getting close to being ready. So at we're doing a test. Ones. At least the red ones. And we planted a lot of them. <laughs> We planted a hundred pounds <laughs> of red. <laughs> no, of fifty of, of red and fifty of white. Okay, yeah. well, we planted more than hundred pounds because we also got the wool. Well, yeah, we bought like twenty pounds from another place too. Yeah. So I mean, hundred twenty pounds total somewhere. Um, but we we always try to you know test them out, especially the first new red potatoes of the year. They're just so yummy. They're so yummy, and I make the best new potatoes anybody's ever oh, had. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about fried taters. No. I mean, I love fried taters, but these here are, are, are <laughs> way better. It's, it's not like any others. If you, I mean, they're just so good, and I've really learned how to cook them, and it's all about what you've added to them and the seasoning you add. It really is. Now, I have to test them with the seasoning for measure. <laughs> because it's different it's different it, it, it is the, it'll the, be a small batch yes um and to see if we need to add more in or whatever yeah less less um yeah but um we always try to use you know our pantry to its fullest and always trying to restock it um we're also looking at keeping our grocery budget down there's only there's well there's three of us and I try to really focus on, okay, what does the baby need? Like, her needs come first in our budget, like, especially for grocery. We know we have to get milk, and we have to get her some sort of a fruit, fresh fruit. She really likes fruit. Um, yes. Yeah. But right now in the summertime, it's very hard for us to keep fruit fresh. It she, tends to ripen so fast. She likes green bananas. She loves a green banana. So what we'll probably end up doing is probably end up getting a whole bunch of bunches of bananas, um, and really freeze drying those so they go longer. She does like them freeze dried. She just she doesn't does. need as many. Yeah. Um, she she can consume a whole banana when it's ripe green. Mm -hmm. You know. But, she will consume yeah. a whole banana. She'll yeah. consume two if you let her. <laughs> um, but if it's if it's ripe, don't even like mm -mm. It, it even half ripe. She's like, <laughs> like yeah, she I'll is like no thank you. <laughs> if it's soft at all. 
-hmm. Like she doesn't want it, and we have a really hard time in the summertime keeping them green. I mean, I guess if we went to the grocery store daily or something like that, but we are not those type of people. We are not. And we are only going once a week to the grocery store. Yep, at max. Right. (laughs) The maximum. I mean, very rarely have we had to go, and mostly it was for her to get milk. (laughs) We were giving her too much. Yeah. yeah. Because she was wanting it. Um, So her needs come first, and then from there, we really focus on what do we need for our pantry. So looking at the deals, looking at the sales, like, okay, this is a good price. This is good. I can put this in my working pantry. I can make this last for a really long time. Um, Because, again, we're looking at prices as they are today, and I will tell you that prices have went way up. I used to be able to get 10 pounds of potatoes for $4 or less. Sometimes three. Just just walk down the cereal aisle and look at the prices of cereal right now. That's all if you got to do. It. I mean, a box of Cheerios for like seven, eight dollars is nuts. <laughs> uh, no way. No way. <laughs> I mean, it's it's insane. It, it has went insane. And I think this is, you know, just another reason why we've really decided to move this way. It, it, it is trying to grow as much of our own as possible or source, you know, that type of stuff. And shopping the sales. Absolutely. Um, you'll also see us when we do these videos. We have it built into our budget to really focus on um, things like um, stockpiling every month because I like to have ghee on hand because it's shelf-stable butter. I like shelf-stable. If you've listened to any of our other podcasts, you know we live in an area where power can go out. Shelf stability is important to us. <laughs> we yeah. want it out of the freezer. We want another refrigerator. Right. And the ghee's really good. It is really good. It's really good on meat. Really added to anything. It's, it's a great butter substitute. So ghee is fantastic. And also having um, freeze-dried ricotta on hand. That's the other thing I'm really looking forward to. Because we love ricotta. Um, and we make our own. We make our own. But we never had a way to preserve it. Until the freezer. Until the freezer. That's what I have for this week. Other than, you know, we learned how to, we learned what we needed. I think it's the most important lesson we got out of this. You think that's your final thoughts? I think it is. I think it's the most important lesson I learned is we, we are very lacking on, we had a lot of vegetables and a lot of vegetables that we ate, but the ones we really, really like are the ones we didn't have on hand. True, true. I will say for me, it is, we were able to reduce the budget. We were. And we can get it down more. We, we can. Um, just from that type of perspective of not having to buy every week, you know, mm-hmm. and um, shopping more sales, being... Um, intentional. In, more intentional on everything, since we know what we have now. Yes. Which has helped so much. I can't yeah. even tell you how much that has helped, being able to actually look at it, see it, Actually, without having to pull the whole closet out. Right, right. I, I mean, you all don't even understand mm-hmm. <laughs> how bad the closet was. And I'd say half of it was spices. It, it, it was. We, we, when I kept bringing up the food and I'm pulling stuff out, I bet we, <laughs> we had like three big tubs just of spices. And I did not buy spices. Yeah. He might fuss about my cake mixes, mm-hmm. but they'll be gone before all the spices will be. Right. <laughs> Um, you know, make sure you 
if you listen to the audio, you can go over and check this out on YouTube. Hit, give us a subscribe on YouTube if you, and give some comments on our podcast here. You know what you liked about it, what you'd like to see different, uh, anything like that. What topics went here? Yeah, anything like that. You can you can post here on that, or you can send them to thecannycouple at yahoo.com. And make sure to go over and check out our link tree, which has the links to all of our social media on every side. And as always, thank you for joining us on Roller Lines with the Candy Couple, where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.